0: To Flight Assimilate. Uh, now with Captain Daisy and co pilots Lucy and
1: Sepsi. Okay, I should All probably right. like that and literally use it for my podcast. Maybe we will do one at the end. Yeah, we'll yeah. okay.
2: um. <laughs> fuck It's just 30 minutes of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: hey guys have you ever been assimilated
0: before <laughs> do you think you're a victim of assimilation uh, if Be you are please call us 1-800 One eight hundred. I Have Been Assimilated you know assimilated. like in,
1: um, in Atlanta like I didn't, you guys watch Atlanta I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, oh I tried God. I didn't get it it's fine it's not for everybody yeah. like this show isn't <laughs> anyway hey guys welcome to the show this week um I have two guests with me in this Well, there's (laughs) meant to be a third one. I think she's lost somewhere. So, we'll just see how we it. There we go. So, on September 25th, 26th, 27th, we are doing a show that is part of Melbourne Finch. That is called... Assimilate. Assimilate. Hey, That was so unenthusiastic. Uh, It's cool, it's cool. We're doing a show called Assimilate uh, at Northcourt Town Hall, 7pm every single day. So, we're going to have a conversation today about a lot of the stuff that involves the show, pretty much. Um and also get to know these people who are in the studio and they'll introduce themselves because they can. <laughs> 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 okay,
0: cool. Wants we'll to go first. Oh, alrighty. Uh I'm Sepsi, artistically no or like actually my real name's uh Naomi sapiso Um I use various ali- aliases for various things. You can you know i'm dj fizzy sepsi is my nickname if you're a homie Sopiso <laughs> is what you'll call me if you're not uh naomi is what you call me if you're white so <laughs> <laughs> you know any of those will work for me but that's who i am yes. um don't really you know what much else that's do? it yeah, yeah, that's all you want to so say true. i okay. actually did not know your name was naomi for the
1: longest time yeah i asked for the bio's now like, lying. who's she? People always be putting <laughs> wow. me on serious things as
0: sepsi, and I'm like, no, and I'm serious. I'm <laughs> Naomi Sapiso. And
1: I did us thought sepsi was your name name. No. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Next.
2: Sweet.
1: Next. Next, Lol. <laughs> Next. Next
2: run. Uh Hello. Uh, my name is Lucy Ansel. Um, I don't have any aliases. I wish I did. <laughs> ali No. What? Um, I use she, her pronouns and... I have a dog. Nice. Cute. What's your dog's name? Maxie, which is so boring. <laughs> I didn't it's a even, classic dog. Yeah, name. I know. Yeah. I wish I tried. I was like 11. I was like, no, he will be Max
1: from now on. <laughs> um, that is so funny. <laughs> I have a dog too. That's the last. It's not my dog. It's so my husband's dog. Um, but it's my dog. Maxie, cute. Should do a play date? <laughs> <laughs> <Doggy> yes.
2: <dog. laughs> have yeah. you heard of Tin Dog?
1: What the fuck? <laughs> Is that a thing?
2: <laughs> Maybe that's next week. That's <laughs> a, week. <laughs> a whole segment on tin dog. So
1: what happens? You take your dogs for a date? Yeah,
2: yeah, so you, so you meet up with people in the area with similar dogs and you go like for walks?
1: Oh, wow. Does actually exist? Yeah.
2: Get around it. Yeah, yeah. No I
0: don't. I don't use it. This is I just, a non-sponsored have you, have you post I wish, for no. Like, even for fun? No. I we
1: should try it. Yes.
2: Put it in the show. You have to
1: put like a dog. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually really keen to try this I just <laughs> derailed
2: this whole conversation. Is, like, this is what happens here all the time. This
0: there's something
1: called Tinder. Maybe you can sponsor this podcast. You know? yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We got dogs. who like them. Couple their dates. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So Assimilate is a show that is happening and we're going to talk about it. I said that already. <laughs> oh, um, I think the thing with this show, we were just talking about it before we started recording, is how to explain to people what this show is about yeah. is really tricky. And um, someone said to me, sometimes it's difficult to explain it fully because you're part of the show and you know what's <laughs> happening. So even when you're explaining it, you're explaining it knowing what's happening. But mm. the other person's like... What? What? <laughs> what do you say? Immersive. What is yeah. you know? And also these these words that we use that um are very technical, like immersive. Mm. Participatory is pretty obvious, but you know some people multidisciplinary. are like, what, mm. what yeah, does multi-disciplinary. that mean? That? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll start with that. Explain what a uh, assimilate is. Mm.
0: Um, Producer Daisy. I'm oh, a, I was I'm ready a, for someone nah. else. <laughs> 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 You're not batting this off to me. <laughs>
1: Not to designate, but okay. <laughs> that just went straight out of the window. <laughs> so, a simulate is a show that um, I came up with an idea, and this is a device piece. <laughs> Here we go with the yes. terminology. <laughs> uh, so, a device piece is where like you all make it together, you all create the show together, and everyone kind of brings in something and some things. So, you have ideas. I had ideas, and I was like, "Oh my god, this would be hella dope," but I needed people to do it with, mm. uh, and I got a few people to help me do it. Who I thought the stories would be interesting. Um, And assimilation. What what assimilate is a is a piece that talks about assimilation and what that looks like and how it's different from integration, which is it's often confused for. Um, And it's multidisciplinary Mm -hmm. because we're doing um, movement pieces. There's sound in that, soundscapes. There's music. Um, What else am I forgetting? Storytelling, poetry. See, there's so much for everybody, you know, so if good. you're like one of those things. Yeah. Um Yeah, <laughs> come, so come that's the, the multidisciplinary <laughs> aspect of it. And we've just kinda married all those things together because why not if mm. it's possible? And a lot of my work has actually always been multidisciplinary, but I can't do all this stuff by myself because yeah. I can't. Um <laughs> Yeah, and that's why there's like other people to help me with it. So I think I want to ask my guests today. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're pretty excited to it's be like here. It's a man. Yeah, they, you know <laughs> they're here for like twenty minutes hear <laughs> me trying to fix this up. Um, what does a simulation mean to you guys? Or at least, what does that look like in your in your eyes? Through your eyes, in your eyes, what? <laughs> 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 through yeah. your lens. Oh, assimilation. simulation. Yeah. It's a bit of a
0: tough one, I think, because. Um, for myself i've I was born in Botswana, and neither of my parents are from Botswana, so it's kind of a process that I've had to engage in engage with since like I was born mm. so it's not something I've really had to think about in terms of what it looks and feels like because it's like the only thing I know so every mm. time I'm kind of asked that question, I struggle because. I'm like I don't know how to like separate myself from the process of assimilation because it's so heavy in in my own history but like in that I think I've had so many experiences with it moving from Botswana to Zambia to Australia and how it manifests in different places is is an interesting thing for me to look at because you know in a in a country where i look like everybody Mm. like literally you know Mm. i sound like them i pick up the dialects and stuff assimilation is still a process that happens because everybody wants you to be like them and we don't like unfamiliarity and people feel threatened by it so i feel like um yeah even from such a young age just that experience has been so weird and and you you it's a constant feeling of alienation if you cannot assimilate you're an alien basically it's either Mm. you're what we are or you're you're not us Mm. at all um and it happens in varying degrees um but it's it's such a human thing I think it's so intrinsic in um just the way we look at life and you know go back to cavemen and (laughs) i like you're not Mm. from my clan it's either I beat you up or you tell me why you're here (laughs) And we still do that, Mm. so yeah. I don't know.
1: Heavy. Yeah, a lot of I resonate with a lot of that. Not because my experience is anything similar to yours, which Mm. is actually the the best part about this show is Mm. everybody who's involved in it has a very different experience. Mm. But we may all look the same to like white eyes, especially Mm. just because we're African doesn't mean we all have the same story. Mm. Like we all didn't end up here. You know the same way. We're not all African in this production, by the way. Yeah, just <laughs> and me here in this yeah. case. And one guess who is lost. <laughs> um, and there's Tamara as well, who's not able to be here today, by the mm. way, for this recording. But Lucy, tell us about your experience. Yes. Um. Yeah. I
2: I don't know. For me, for me, assimilation is, is such a huge um, concept, and I've I've kind of always thought of it as something that is quite active I feel like mm-hmm. um y- you hear about assimilation and, and, and you think about um how and in what areas of your life is that taking place and who who is the driver of the assimilation and I think um my sort of realization is um a lot of it is uh, not necessarily passive but um a lot of it happens on like a subconscious level mm-hmm. I think and um especially like for, so for me, I I, um, I I've I've never had to actively like look at the concept of assimilation because I came from a another Western country. So I, I moved from the UK when I was really young, um, but I didn't I didn't I was super privileged in that I didn't have to necessarily cloak my entire identity at the border when entering Australia mm-hmm. because much of my identity was already quite westernised mm. um, and that's not to say that assimilation hasn't had a played a role in my family's lineage it's just it happened a little bit further down the line um, and so my my mum's um, parents very much had to deal with that as like a, at a, like a primary level mm. um, but I would say that the effects of it are still have sort of bleeding down through the generations like intergenerationally intergenerationally that's yeah, a word that's I just right. made up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally but it's 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 um it's interesting I think how I think I'm I'm looking at myself a lot more now and I'm and trying to to battle my own internalized thinking particularly internalized colonial thinking mm-hmm. and why and how some of these biases like unconscious biases we've we've like held to, like where, where has that come from and and how can we sort of dismantle them within ourselves so that's yeah. sort of where I'm at at the moment but um yeah as I say it's just such a huge thing yeah. right
1: yeah and I think like both of you have spoken about very again all of us have different experiences mm. which is great but yeah I like what you said both of you, but um, I feel like they were they just married so well in my brain. I was like, <laughs> I was seeing it like come together. I'm like, oh, right. Hopefully, that's how our show is gonna come together. Um, <laughs> but what you said about like looking within as well is my experience of assimilation is actually so funny because I again moved from like a 99 percent black you know country because mm. I I moved from Kenya. I moved here three years ago, and I was actually talking to another friend about gentrification Mm. for this project. And he was like, Daisy, I think you're so assimilated. And I was so offended. I was like, what? Mm, What What do you mean? mean?" And he was like, you sound very Aussie. And I was like, oh my God, Mm. it's true. Mm. Like in that moment, I was like, I was offended initially. And then I was like, you know what? You're actually right. Like it's not. And the reason I sound Aussie is because I had to adapt to how people speak here because Mm. it was the way to get by. I will never forget I went to buy water the first time at a shop and I was like to this lady, can I have a bottle of water? And I said it like that, like with a T. And she was looking at water? me like, what? <laughs> and I said it a couple of times and I pointed to it and she was like, oh, water. I was like, really bitch? Water, water. You knew what I, you knew, you knew what yeah, I was saying. But I think in that moment is when I was like, damn, I'm in a really, really weird place. Mm. And um, by that I mean, this, this this interaction is, you know, language. As long as you can understand what I'm yeah, saying, that's yeah. the purpose of language: yeah. is to yeah. understand one another. And what you see here is, you know, people are picking up on things like accents. Mm. So it's like, oh, where are you from? Because mm. of maybe how you pronounce a certain mm. word, or outside of how you look as well. Mm. um And I think I even spoke about this on this podcast with somebody else. Um, you know when when the accents are western like when they're french accents or italian accents yeah. it's like ooh, ooh. Yeah. and then and a beret <laughs> so I probably said that Tower. So well. <laughs> 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 what's that place that Notre Dame Dame? Notre I don't <laughs> know, da- non, <laughs> I wouldn't how know how, say how to it. say it but uh, yeah, when okay. the accents Troy. are like, all these Western <laughs> accents, it's like, ooh. And mm. then everything mm. else is just like, oh, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah, African oh, Well, that's a bit obvious because my skin tone. But mm. like, you know, Indian accents, any anything outside of whatever the Western world is mm. like, it's like, oh, that's a weird thing. Mm. Um, But my experience of assimilation outside of it being language was when I was back home and I had a conversation with some of my friends as well is... Our parents really pushed for us to, like, be really fluent in English. Mm. And they weren't actively pushing. They weren't like, you need to be good at English. But it was just, you know, a lot of reading, for example, or a lot of things and a lot of the careers that we were kind of molded and pushed towards um, subconsciously for mm. them as well. But some of them were really like, for some people, it's more like, yeah, you're going to be this, you're going to do mm. this, or you need to do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, So we could sound... we could be really fluent in English and really articulate because when they were coming up, they saw people who were really articulate doing really well. Mm -hmm. And so they wanted the best for us. So they're like, yo, I think the only way to get there, not the only way, but one way to get there is being really fluent and articulate. And Mm -hmm. that's why when some of us have moved here, people are like, oh, but you don't have an accent. And I was sharing (laughs) this with someone is, these days, it's so funny now, people don't ask me where you're from. Mm. It's usually oh, your accent, you don't sound, it doesn't <laughs> sound Aussie. It doesn't sound American. Are you, Eng- no, it doesn't sound English either. Mm. And so what yeah. they're saying is, Okay, it doesn't you're sound not like those know. three ones. Yeah. Mm. How do you speak really good English if you're not from those three countries? Yeah. How like, do you? Yeah, that's horrible. Ah. <laughs> and it's it's really the same thing as asking me where you're from. Yeah, like, yeah, it has yeah. the same effect. Yeah. But of course, they don't know. And one lady, like, the other day really kept going. I was at work, so mm. I had no control over, like, What's get out of my word? face. Mm. But yeah. I was just like, I'm from Africa. Like, I just spoke yeah. up, like, I'm from Africa, born and raised in Kenya all my life. And yeah. she was mm. just looking at me like, oh. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so even the way assimilation is happening today is what I was getting at is really different. Mm. Like assimilation was a colonial tactic where it was used by the French in West African countries and the Belgians in Congo. Mm. Um but the French what they did was if you they would call them assimiles. I don't know how to say it in French, but quite honestly Um, assimile, assimile. <laughs> I think it's assimilé. I don't know how to say it in the in the, in the French way, but what assimilés were? I'm just gonna say that by the way. Yeah, yeah, and if do you do catch a I'm actually sorry. Um, they would tell the Africans of this country, like the West African countries, that you can be French, but what you have to do is you have to dress a certain way, you have to speak French this way, you have to act this way. And denounce your Africanness and your nationality for you to be French and you can go to France. But a lot of these people didn't even end up going to France. Mm. But what happened is they were given like an elevated status in mm. society. So they'd work like in certain places where only assimilators could work. So mm. it was, they put it in a way that it was a privilege to be an assimilated mm. person. Yeah. Um and of course, that comes with the effect of you know culture dies, language, and a lot of other things that are negative. But mm. also, that idea of assimilation looked like that during colonialism. But today, it's more like, yeah, I don't think you can do a smoking ceremony, you know, mm. or like what's happening now here, like they want to cut down Jaburung tree, mm. like you know, because for them, it's it's nothing. It, it mm. there's no. What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> for them, it's just a tree. Mm. They don't see... They don't, they've don't. they not taken time to understand the significance yeah. mm-hmm. of what that means to, you know, First Nation people here. Mm. Which is a bit ironic because it's like, guys, this is actually their land. Mm-hmm. Like we've been saying. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So I'm interested to know, like, with your experiences of assimilation now and here, how do you think you've incorporated that into this performance or this show? Well, Lucy is co-directing, by the way. So she's not performing. <laughs> um, yeah, so her experiences might be different.
0: Stop uh, Yeah, like... In- okay, so incorporating my experience of assimilation <laughs> into this show.
1: Yeah, or how do you think, like, that has helped... That has come through in this show?
0: Yeah, um... So, a lot of... I've contributed a lot of my poetry to this piece, this show. And I think, um it's more a lot of uh, verbalising the feelings and just tone of <laughs> of what assimilation, you know, it feels like it looks like and all those things. And um, it's kind of this process of devising this show with everyone has helped me also self-reflect because assimilation is a, a whole part of my existence and experience in like you know, most of my life that I didn't realize had such a huge role in how I see the world a lot mm. of the time um so the last few weeks has just been me like you know the the pieces that I've written and stuff is that apply to assimilation. I'm like, oh, mm. these things could have probably come from me feeling that and not having the language or understanding to realize where it's coming from mm-hmm. um so I think that's that's one thing that this process has really helped me in my own you know getting to know myself you know being a grown up and all those things but i think yeah it's, yeah it's it's so much <laughs> it's so much and if you know you come to the show and you you hear some of the pieces in there um it's just a small snippet of yeah. The whole experience of it and if you consider mm. like when, when I kind of look at it from a reflective point of view that I've kind of had to assimilate to almost every school society everything mm-hmm. I've lived in and I'm someone who's traveled and moved through the world a lot Um, so it's, it's a constant process that I've been under and just being granted that language and understanding that I have now and being able to reflect and look back I'm like Oh. <laughs> okay, mm. you know, it's it's something that I can I can move forward now and be like, "Cool, these are the things that are making even myself feel this way." And there are a lot of things where outside of this project I'm having conversations with people about um the mental health of people of color and mm. and such things mm-hmm. like that and how assimilation and being in white spaces or being in spaces outside of your culture contribute to that so much and it's only Mm -hmm. because I'm just starting to do this work with myself and this project has helped me as well personally Mm -hmm. just realize like yo this like all this time you can move through life thinking there's something wrong with you
2: yeah Mm -hmm. this has been Mm -hmm.
0: 21 years of my life Mm -hmm. and I'm like it's just the fact that I've had to assimilate to every single Town, city school i've moved mm. to yeah. and most of the schools i went to have been in you know majority white schools or i've never really been in a place where i felt represented which is difficult because mm. my mom's from kenya my dad's from zambia i didn't grow up in either of those countries so mm-hmm. i don't identify with that either yeah. like <laughs> totally. like yeah. what do you know so there's never really going to be one specific place where i find people who can identify with me mm. um so this process has been a way of just, like, at least there's one thing here that we've all experienced together yeah. and we can at least talk about it. So it's been so therapeutic for me. Mm. Like, I'll go see my actual therapist. This is a white dude. He's amazing, though. Like, big ups. <laughs> Jason. Shout, but, out. <laughs> shout out to Jason. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to my friends. <laughs> It was great. And then I'll come, you know, to rehearsal straight after that. And, you know, we've talked through stuff. And then I'll work with you guys and be like, this is what I was trying to say to Jason today. And yeah. I'll go back next week and be like, yo, so I <laughs> yes. hang out with my you know, woman of colour and we talked about this and, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and then he's like, cool, I can work with that. <laughs> so, so yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of a project that is pushing that message out because I know if I felt like that for so long and I'm constantly reading into critical race theory and all those things, but such as not, it's not a small part, but like, a small detail in my life that i didn't pay attention to has had such a huge impact how many other third culture kids out there being like why do i feel this way and we don't realize that society is pushing us to feel like assimilation makes you feel that there's something wrong with yourself because you're not what people want you to be or what the like hegemonic thought and structure tells you you should be so it's like yo you're fine (laughs) You're cool. You're doing your own thing. It's just a similar, it's just this process Mm, and structure. structure, And yeah, it's part of that structure is not communicating that Mm -hmm. to you. They're not going to tell you why. No, no, no. They're not going to give you some sort of legitimacy to your feelings. It's either, you know, you're with us or you're alien. We don't understand where you're coming from, what you're thinking. We don't understand what you feel because you're not like us. So there's no, it removes any sort of empathy that can, you know, that's within humanity. It kind of strips all of that away. Um, so yeah, this project's been huge. For me. It's only been you know <laughs> we've only been working together for like um, two months or something, yeah. and mm. in two months, just like the amount of epiphanies every at the end of every rehearsal, I'm going back like <laughs> journaling like for yeah. five days the epiphanies that are just happening. Mm. Just one thing, assimilation, one thing can you know make someone feel for twenty one years that there's something wrong with you, yeah. mm. and it's, oh, it's yeah,
1: wow, it's, it's that hectic. Was that. That was great. <laughs> I'm True. just like, what? But I, yeah, and I totally get that because even when I came, I someone asked me like, oh, how do you, Why did you decide on doing a simulator? And I was mm. like, mm, <laughs> why? <Yeah. laughs> and I think the why I said to this person like, a simulate is not something I came up with in a month. It's mm. been like a year of work mm. that I did not mm. know was work. It was just conversations I was having with people, and you know, I'd write some things down or I'd remember what someone said when someone else said something else. Um, and it was always just adding up, and mm. I just realized like all these conversations had the common thing, which was a simulation. Mm. what you just described is you know you go through life, you're struggling with all these things, and then you're like, "Damn, all of this is because of a simulation, yeah something mm-hmm. you didn't even create you know yeah. yourself, mm-hmm. and then you've you're being forced to mm. in it and i even i was um I was saying with this piece, like the one thing that I've seen very clearly um just even in research mm. and conversations or whatever is what assimilation does it doesn't give you a spot yeah it's it's always putting you in conflict yeah so it's like maybe you know what you just described like your parents are from two different countries you didn't even grow up there mm. so you had to learn how to grow up there but when mm. you go back to those countries you know
0: even then i have to try to see it's impossible disconnect. yeah, I'm yeah. Nairobi. <laughs> i walk around Nairobi, and people are like you're a foreigner they see it in a second <laughs> no. And I'm like I can't even try And assimilate yeah. in this country I'm
1: Give away. me a go <laughs> <laughs> Good you
0: know? yeah, yeah. I'm not like you
1: yeah.
0: yeah and there's
1: always There's always conflict And I think even I was talking to my friend Who was um, He was born and raised here mm. And he went to Somalia to visit And he was there for a couple of months And he went to Ethiopia and he went to Nairobi mm. And he was like Yo, it was so life-changing. And he's... I think he's actually gone back already. Mm. But he was saying to me, like... He had a culture shock that was, like... Yeah. I I think people have this idea that culture shock only happens, like, in the extremes. But for him, it was things like... Because it's really hot in Somalia, Mm. people will stop working in the afternoon. And Mm. it was, like you can can just stop working i just want
2: to go to the
1: cafe and eat but the cafe is closed people need to like chill because the sun's too hot Mm. you know (laughs) and so i think when people also think of like assimilating they think of the extremes Mm. and it's not always about race like you know there's people within like the queer community Mm. how how do they have they have to deal with like the whole like the umbrella or the majority of society mm. and what they think about them mm-hmm. and what they're projecting on them, mm. and then some of some people within that community have to go back home and deal like with their families, mm. and then outside of that you have school. Like there's so many Constant spaces. Constant code
0: switching. Yeah,
1: yeah, there's yeah, so many absolutely. spaces that you need to like you don't need to but society is making you Mm. like put on different faces Mm. as well Mm -hmm. and then you you come back and you're having a crisis and identity one because you're like who the hell am i Mm. like i'm this person here i'm this person here like what the heck and i'm being told to be this person but this is and you're like this is what no this is not even who i am Mm. like it's Mm -hmm. just like who the hell am i Anyway, Lucy. Yes. So when I told you about this project, we had a really good conversation, by the way. I was mm. like, oh my God, I like her. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I like, like Lucy. Yes. <laughs> I like, yeah, she's awesome. oh, like, um, Yeah, what, what do you think is your experience that made you want to come into this show, be involved with this show?
2: Yeah, I think I think a lot of it is, is I guess, coming off the back of the realisation that at least 95% of projects i'm involved in or not necessarily just um in like in terms of like art and theater and whatnot but a lot of the spaces i i, I find myself in i'm i'm finding that i'm trying to contort myself into into the 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 whiteness of the space mm. um and and i think i didn't it's it was so ingrained that i didn't even realize how problematic that was for me mm. um yeah, and it's. Uh, I think, yes, yeah, Sepsi you, you spoke on on this this idea of having a, a, a space um, of of just like women of color. Then mm-hmm. it's and it's like, to me, that's already like that's the first step. Like that is already a tangible step mm-hmm. in in terms of trying to 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 decolonize ourselves or, or to to it's a, a bit of an f u to mm. the idea of assimilation for me um and it that in itself is is already um huge for me mm. um let alone like whatever cool thing we make but <laughs> um, but it's um yeah so i was super attracted to, to to that it was just like yes i i i i like. um I am I'm just so ready for that, and I think it, I'm I'm quite uh, I can't quite articulate what I'm trying to say here, but I think I'm very much conscious of the the as like we're co-directing it, and it's like so what what sort of canon are we coming in mm-hmm. with, and and it's um it's cool to acknowledge that we have like a slightly different gaze on this kind of work mm-hmm. than like a white man would, yeah. um and it's like how can we use that, and how can we like you know make something of that Mm. um yeah but
1: Mm. I like what you just said then because then (laughs) y'all get ready (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) who's your audience and like um because if you haven't seen the the image of the show it's it's a pretty strong image Uh, and that was done purposely as well Mm. like all those writings that like on that you know Follow the link, you will see the image. Yeah, that I will <laughs> in the description. But yeah, and I was a, I was a in a group of people. We were discussing like how to even market this show and how mm. to, you know, who is your audience? That was a mm. question, and I was like, who is my audience? But I was thinking about the piece, and I said, well, my audience is not specific to like, you know, there's those categories like, oh yeah, men and women mm. between this age, blah blah blah, and I've listed everything, and. I was like, really, anybody who's coming into this show, we're not educating you on anything. Mm. This is not necessar- mm-hmm. This is not an education piece where you're like, okay, white people sit down. Here's what a simulation is. Mm. Here's how you do. It's not. It's not that. It's more like we're sh- we're literally sharing stories. Mm. And I keep saying that to people, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what are you trying to get to people? I'm like, I'm just trying to get people yeah. to listen to our stories mm-hmm. because what happens is. As women of color, mm. we know when we speak, a lot of times people do not listen, yeah. mm-hmm. and so this is a platform to speak, and people can listen, yeah. because they want to listen. Because mm. if you're coming for this show, you're coming in open minded already, mm. and those are the people we need to help us like move forward, mm. as opposed to you know keeping on like hitting people like yo yo, yeah. yo mm. yo. We can't you know we can't we can't keep doing that. Yeah. And um, yeah, so so it's not this is not an education piece it's just like no. sharing our stories but also it's to show you it's to help people i guess the little bit of education is to show you what a simulation actually yeah. looks like mm-hmm. and why it's confused for integration because i ask people like what do you think of a simulation and they're like oh, i think it can be good and can be bad but mm. everything that was good that was said was it's actually integrated yeah yeah and i'm yeah. like Spot on. That's it. Mm, That's you know this word is really misused. Mm. And I was reading articles yesterday about assimilation. I was like, let me just see what's up in assimilation. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) one thing (laughs) I haven't even done. I was like,
1: (laughs) and I even (laughs) typed assimilation (laughs) in twenty nineteen, and there was like articles from New York Times and. Mm. a lot of American articles and they were talking about the whole I situation mm, and assimilation mm. but even the the people who are writing this piece they use assimilation in place of integration Yeah. and even one I can't remember the name of the editor one of them used both words it was so yeah. contradicting I was like wow I feel like just emailing you and being like hey do you realize that you made mm. a huge mistake yes, or whatever? But, you know, the carelessness of using these words, and I've done it because I was in a conversation with a friend of mine a couple of years back who, um, he's Congolese, mm. and we were talking, and I said assimilation instead of integration. And that moment, like, I realized what I had just said mm. and what what just happened. Like, it was a realization for both of us, but for him, it was more like, Fuck, I don't. You know that that word carries a lot of you know
2: memories Light. that he yeah. does
1: not want to relieve yeah. and mm. things that have come to his mind as soon as I said it, mm. and also in place of what I said it integration. Mm. And then I was like, "Why, why Daisy? Mm. You know." And mm. I remember saying like, "Oh my god, I meant integration," and I and I was like, "I'm I'm really sorry." Yeah. That's all I could say. And you know, as soon as that happened, like the mood changed, and I was like. Mm yeah I'm just gonna go mm. but I had to also follow up and just and he understood it but you know that was just me slipping simulation by mm. mistake mm. and it was a slip up and I can only imagine we living that yeah. every single day yeah. or a majority of your life <laughs> yeah. you know even people from like Rwanda you know how many times do people talk about Rwanda when they only talk about the genocide yeah. it's yeah. like Oh, Rwanda, where the genocide happened, yeah. and then people say it so casually. And yeah, it's like yeah. you can't talk about. Oh, do we talk about the Why? Holocaust
0: so casually, bro? No,
1: it's, you know. No,
2: no, no. Over oh,
1: appetite. Yeah. Or, you it's know? these single
2: stories. It's, yeah, it's like
1: yeah, it's really insensitive as well. Yeah, mm. and I remember also saying to someone about this show. I said, you know, we just want to to speak and you know mm. be heard but we we want to talk we even want that opportunity to talk yeah and mm-hmm. shout out to Jewelbox for actually allowing that because the other thing is accessibility yeah mm-hmm. so I'll, some of the things that we will discuss is also you know assimilation is not just based on social interactions on race it's also socioeconomic like i'm really passionate about gentrification mm-hmm. <laughs> but like Gentrification is not whether you're black, you're white, or you know you're Muslim mm. or whatever else like society chooses to divvy up. It's like how much are you earning? Mm. Okay, if you're earning X amount of money, you're probably living in this suburb. When gentrification is happening, is the rich folks are just gonna come and be like, "Hey, we want you out in a month." Mm. Um, yeah, find somewhere to live, and it's like you're kicked out, mm. and you have to find somewhere, and then d- there's displacement. Um, also. Uh, with displacement comes things like trying to fit into now mm. you're trying to assimilate into another place, another place so it's yeah. like an ongoing thing that happens and you keep you know changing and changing and you just it's really hard to just settle yeah and I said to someone you know I don't think why people ever need to think about you know the spaces they're in and how they need to act mm. mm-hmm. you know sometimes you go into a space and you're like damn, I'm the only one here. Yeah, yeah. And you know in that moment, yes. you're representing everybody, yeah. even Absolutely. if you do not want to. Yeah. Like, sometimes I wear headscarves and people think I'm Muslim. Yeah, And mm. I know people think that, so I have to be careful about how I oh, act yeah. not yeah. to misrepresent that because yeah. they might be like, mm, I saw this Muslim woman. Even if yeah. I'm not, like, yeah. you know, I'm aware. But how many white people need to think about yeah. that? That's yes, you know? right. It's really... <laughs> yes and it, it it begins that
2: that act of like um sanitization of yourself like mm. it begins from the second you walk in the door and you clock everyone you're like okay I'm already beginning to to mm. try and lessen myself mm. or like I know for me hair is a huge thing and it's like um, like fire right fire. now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it's so political right and it, it's it, there it, if I feel like on a certain day I'm like I just cannot be bothered mm. to, to engage with that particular politic on this day mm. like I know that it's going to bring attention that's unwanted I'll wear it down in a way that is like more hidden or like I'll like it's quite like this is me trying to slick it back a bit mm. but I know that I, it's like I take that I make that decision when I get out of the shower like, mm. in that, you know, and it's yeah. like, if we're, what are we doing if we're walking around and we're just, we're trying to lessen mm. our whole identity for someone else's, like, uh, palette, mm. I suppose. Yeah. And it's like, what does that mean?
1: Yeah.
2: Damn. I feel like Is on the hair thing, mm. that's something
0: I, it's, oh, my God, let me tell you about this one. <laughs> <laughs> you about this one. So, um, the, the last school I went to, um... Year eleven, I went to a lot of schools. <laughs> year eleven and twelve, I went to a very white school um, in Perth. Um, I was a boarder, and um, in our cohort, I think there were—I was the only Black African student in the year twelve cohort in the school. There were maybe four, four, four Black girls, um, and then in in our cohort, I think we had a couple Indigenous girls. But I, I really stood out um, as a Black person. And like, you know, private school, you've got the codes of like, this is how you have to have your hair. Mm. I love I loved that because <laughs> I'm like, you can't tell me anything. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, if I want, you know, braids, I'm going to do them blonde because you know I haven't dyed my hair. Mm. And they don't know how to navigate that whole conversation. Mm. So like the hair thing was a a tool that I used to constantly, it was very provocative for me in that space. But it's like... It was more me acting out and constantly just being exhausted with yes. having to constantly pull up teachers, you know, the mm. teachers who, would like, say the word Negro in 2016. Yes. I was like, sis, the textbook said the word black. If this textbook that was published last year says the word black, I think you should trust that and so. not your, like, you know, teacher from the 60s who said the word yes. negro you know
2: it's some weird fragility <laughs> in that it's yeah. so weird people think that like negro or like so many of these other words are like actual euphemisms yeah. for black and it's yeah. like Mm-mm. same way like it's the same with like people using caucasian instead of white yeah negro, it's like just say white people. <laughs> just like, <laughs> white people caucasian is a myth yeah oh
1: my <laughs> yes my favorite phrase and if you follow me on instagram you know this yeah, yeah. i color
0: <laughs> Yo, I'm like well it's right here fact,
1: <laughs> if you don't see color this is not your show No, a lot of it there's a lot of it but it's yeah it's just like so we're we having this conversation right now because mm. like do you not see mm. me it's just mm. like you're choosing to erase like a huge part of yeah. like in fact I mean, 90% of, <laughs> yes. of my experience like everybody who's not white is a person of color yeah yeah and by white, I don't mean like European. I mean white, yeah. <laughs> mm. like.
2: But it's like it's like you you, you don't see color, but um, if I was to sit next to you on the train, will you see it then? Yeah. Or like yes. you know, it's like oh my God. it's so it's yeah. like so, you're so select. People are so selective with when they see color and mm. when they choose not to see color mm-hmm. or, or claim to not see color.
1: Agreed. Yeah, yeah. and also a part of of these of of, of assimilating is also. Knowing how to act in these situations, mm. so like you know, the way black people will act in Australia is not the way they'll act in the states because you know, some passive aggressiveness is common when it comes to you know being seen and being in certain spaces, and it's not. And also, the thing is, when I said when I was talking about conflict, is there's also conflict within community because you know, some people were mm-hmm. born and raised here. Um, I guess we'd have spoken about this, she's not here, <laughs> 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 like, were born and raised here. And some parents have immigrated here, so the way parents also grew up and raise their children is different because their kids have been raised in an Australian Mm. country, like in Australia, but... So the way they do things is very different from how their parents would do mm. things, and also their parents are, are trying to adapt to this environment. So mm. it's sort of like they're still adapting. You've been born, you've adapted real quick, or you moved when you were pretty young, so you're in it already. And even within that people, within community, people have an expectation of you. Mm. So like it could be your ethnic community, it could be your race community, it could be, you know your family where they expect you to act or conform to a certain way and if you're not living up to that expectation it's like hmm yeah so why are you not hanging out with us yeah and it's like mm. why are you hanging out with you know whatever or yeah. why didn't you come for church for example religion is a huge part of assimilating as well mm-hmm. it's, you know i think a huge part of the african people in the mainland like we are simulated because a bunch of us are christians mm. and muslims and you know all these religions mm. that came and very few very few people still practice you know traditionalism yeah um and a lot of us don't even want to learn our cultures and everything because mm. we're all aspiring to this western world mm-hmm. um and then when we come here we're like oh crap i need to get back to my yeah. people <laughs> yeah. you know i need to go back and like connect mm, with that yeah. because you've seen that it's not even worth it mm. and i and i think colonialism is so brilliantly done that until you see and until, until you're living that experience you hate yourself so much mm-hmm. and it's not you who chose to hate yourself it's yeah. like somebody else yeah and they projected it on you so much that you by the time you realize it, it's like God, what you were saying before, mm. it's not you. Mm. It's like somebody no. else mm. who's yeah. kind of forced it on you. And it's like, what the heck? Mm. And in small things that where you have to be aware as well, what you're talking about like hair mm. and you know, also being in certain spaces and feeling like you don't belong there. Yeah. But you did, totally. it's like, I, de- I deserve to be in yes. these spaces. Yeah.
2: That imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah And that also <laughs>
1: affirming to yourself. It's like, oh my God if you're white and you're listening to this these are just some of the conversations that go on in your head in in that moment or when you're (laughs) white people (laughs) who come into black spaces now I have to call this out because I've seen this so much in Melbourne and it's like you need to know when to shut up and you need to know when not to do stuff Mm. and it's okay if you want to be an ally but there's some spaces that are just not for you there's Mm. very few spaces we have Mm -hmm. I'm speaking specifically for like not for black people like in my experience of living in blackness here is just let us have our spaces Mm. and don't intrude like just let it be and If your friend
0: invites you, don't make them babysit your ass for the whole night either. I'm not interested (gasps) in telling you to shut up 10 times. There you go. Just sit. Just watch. Honestly, just
1: be. Also, you coming into those spaces, you should be aware before Mm. you even rock up. Mm. Like, you know, this is not my space. Mm. So I'm going to take like 10 notches down and just, you know, sit down and relax. Also, if you're an ally, stop asking me for affirmation all the time. You're not an ally. <laughs> Man, this is I don't know if I said this here, but like, oh, this was like the funniest thing ever. But she said to me, I was playing like a radio. Um, you know how on Spotify you can display mm-hmm. radios? I was playing Frank Ocean radio. Mm. And she was like, oh, my God. So she came in. The lady had been playing for a while. She's like, This is my my best P." and she always says POC or or women of color. She can't Mm -hmm. say black. I'm like, You're black, I'm white. (laughs) It's (laughs) fine. But she's like, This is my best POC playlist. And I just started laughing. But she thought I was laughing with her, but I was laughing at her. It's like. (laughs) This is yeah. not even an existing thing This is music It's yeah. algorithms just <laughs> playing <laughs> music that sounds like Frank Ocean yeah. Guess what, some of the artists are not flying. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't know what they want
0: you to say Like they come out from, it's like cats Cats come up to you and they'll stand there And you know they want to pat And the white person comes up to you and they're like I like Frank Ocean And you're like, cool Cool Sweet, good for you. Like, I used to say, like, Wow, you know who Frank Ocean <laughs> is? <laughs> we're not interested in engaging in such a conversation <laughs> with you. Like-
1: yeah. And I'm really, again, a <laughs> simulation. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was a moment. I was just like, oh, Are you real? Like, it was just funny. And yeah. I can see her really excited. And I'm just like, You so. have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and she's telling me about the conference she's going about. Re- I don't know. Yes. Stuff. Quite yes. honestly. If that helps, help. But Mm. you don't have to like affirm your activities (laughs) with me. In fact, (laughs) you shouldn't. The fact that your eyes like very questionable. Yes. so Are you doing it so I can give you a thumbs up? Yeah. Totally. And ironically, the same person was calling out someone for doing something for you know the thumbs, and I'm just like, wow. I think you're projecting, and Mm. I think you know. There's what I'm saying. Do the work within, and this is not like just for white book. Um, no, of course. Again, our experience in Australia is always going to be against the white people because mm. they have all the power and all the money that we need to do mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Um, shout out to people who are helping by also funding stuff. Like, I got a grant for this project. Um, mine was also from a white person, but like, um, yeah, there's a lot of people who have resources and have money and they know they can't, they're not taking up space and the way to provide an opportunity and space is. They're funding projects for people mm. who are able to talk about this stuff and you know share the stories. Mm. And part of um some of the themes that we're discussing as well, like we've just spoken about some of them, but you know socioeconomic strains are real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a shock. Like a lot of poor people are people of color. Mm. It's not well, structural racism exists as well. Um, yeah, and so I, I. <laughs> Even creatively, like we want to. I remember you said, Sepsi, mm. like you felt like you were never represented. Mm. You didn't see yourself being represented. And a lot of us have felt like that. And representation is not like having. <sighs> having this. Se- having.
0: <laughs> Be like that.
1: I watch a TV show. And the person that I I was told was a black person in that show, I (laughs) did not know. Are you sure? I was like, and the only reason I knew that is because the other person was like, oh, yeah, I've worked with that person before. Mm. So, like, you know, you're doing the bare minimum just to be safe and say, Mm -hmm. no, we have someone who's black on the show. Mm -hmm. Like, representation, you know what we mean when we say representation, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah? Like, even within the creative industry, it's fringe is actually a really good one they have Mm. i think 80 indigenous shows this year amazing that is a lot of shows and i think it's pretty dope yeah and you know they're using their spaces to make it again accessible for people like us like jewel box who was our sponsor only sponsored people of color Mm -hmm. that grant was specific and there's three of us um who got the opportunity to get that grant so Mm. you know do what you can when you can um yeah and make it accessible any last words about mm-hmm. assimilation and assimilate? Check yourself before you wreck yourself, bro.
2: True. Yeah, Lucy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I no, I guess. I guess. Um, ah, it's just as we say. Like we've all had. We've all had experiences where, um, or at least I, I think maybe the thing that feels so like important about this show is like the the children that we used to be I'm getting all grandmari on you but like the ch- the child in us who yeah. yearned for that representation I-, I feel like it it feels very important to be doing something like this especially if it- even it just means if one person comes along and they're like yes you know what you actually articulated or put words to something I've known in my bones for so mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. And-, and now I have you know at least some sort of validation of like that if that is the only outcome of like yeah. Making you work like this, then fuck it. Let's yeah. like ooh, Can I
1: say that? Yeah. And <laughs> sure. yeah. like every oh, yeah. time people can be like, they swear like can I do it? I'm like, yeah. 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 No, I reckon <laughs> Sorry, Mom. just
0: coming off of that, I will say that if small sepsi came for this show, she would just be like Yeah.
1: Like I would have had these
0: epiphanies like ten years ago they would have saved me would have saved me a lot of time. yes
1: <laughs> Literally, just you know, bring your
0: grandma, your grandpa, your nieces, nephews, your little baby cousins, and everybody to (laughs) the show. And shout out to Daisy, Daisy brought us all together. Like, Mm -hmm. before this, we none of us knew each other, and like, Uh,
1: oh, true, yeah. Oh, I didn't know any
0: of the other um women in this show, and it's like. Big up Daisy Keep <laughs> keep ups. listening to our podcast. Keep an <laughs> eye out. <laughs> yes. like yeah. Follow on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, and yeah. subscribe. Go
1: and look for our show on Facebook. It's Assimilate. Again, Northcote Town Hall, twenty-fifth, twenty-sixth, twenty-seventh, yes. seven PM every day. Um the ticket link is there. I'll leave a link for the event page and the ticket link as well. Buy them tickets, yo. Buy Ooh. them. And hey, come through See you and share come with good. us. Like we wanna hear your stories as well. Um yeah. so share with us and hit us up. Um, do you wanna share your socials or you don't I don't know. Can mm-hmm. you link them? Yeah, yeah, I can put them in the yeah. link. i was just
2: you
0: know just, just <laughs> picking it up. Yeah, list. Follow you my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Follow my mom. My mom just made an Instagram account, y'all. She's probably not gonna let you follow nobody's memory.
1: I that she has good memes. So she is so bad, cool. amazing. Is okay, woman. cool. Thanks for listening. Um subscribe to the podcast. We're on Stitcher Apple. Spotify, SoundCloud, yeah. I think that's all of them. Yeah, and okay. we are Assimilate. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Thanks, bye.
0: <Talkin'. laughs>